This episode of Inside Muskegon is presented by Muskegon Country Club, a Muskegon tradition since 1908. Great golf, cuisine, and family entertainment. For more information, visit muskegoncc.com. Muskegon Country Club, your vacation away from home. Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 81. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Kathleen fagan Regular, a commentary on the interview, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with Kathleen fagan Regular, who is also known as the Cheese Lady. I'm here with Kathleen fagan Regular, the Cheese Lady. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. And thank you for having me. Let's start out talking a little bit about your background. My background, actually, my, my college background was has nothing to do with what I do. Um, and I raised children and at some point decided to go back to work and got into sales. Um, in 1984, when I got back and when I got into sales, it was something that I could do when I had small children. And it was uh, something I had never thought of doing. Um, but I was selling for a company out of Chicago. I was selling silverware. And from then I went on to something that I knew, which was food. Um, my husband's family's been in the food business forever, and I got into food, got into specialty foods, and loved it, and have been in there about 20 years. How did you become the cheese lady? The cheese lady had a, had a very um, interesting start because the cheese lady was never meant to be. Um, after I decided that I wanted to leave um, being on the road, I decided that I wanted to, told my husband, kind of tongue-in-cheek, that I wanted to go to the farmer's market and sell cheese. We'd been to Provence, and we'd been to the markets, and we we haunted the markets in Provence, just loved them. And the, the, the markets, of course, in Provence are full of cheese sellers, and we tried cheeses, and we, we just loved them. We were there from morning until night to add a couple of them, and... Um, it was something that I uh, that I had some passion for, so I decided that I would just try. I was going to do something, and I decided to go to the farmer's market. I borrowed um, $500. I bought $500 worth of cheese, and I went to the farmer's market, and I sold out and decided that maybe Muskegon was ready for the cheese lady. Now, this is not your average type of cheese that you'd get at the grocery store. Talk about some of the types of cheese that you sell, some of your most popular ones. Well, everybody, the cheese business has changed a lot in the last few years, especially the last five. has to do partly, I believe, even when I was selling for a company out of Chicago, has to do with Martha Stewart and the fact that people are watching her recipes and she has availability to a lot of things. Also has to do with the cooking channel 
and people are haunting the, the, the cooking channel. They, they love the idea of all these exotic things, but they can't find the ingredients. So that business has changed. I sell cheeses that many times are talked about on these channels. And so they know to come down and ask for Parmesan Reggiano, which is something that is two years old, comes from Italy. It is, it is an ingredient that cannot be um, downplayed because the flavor is so, so real and so strong that when people try to use something that's domestic, it just doesn't work. What is your favorite cheese? My favorite cheeses tend to be the hard cheeses, though I haven't met very many cheeses I didn't like, period. <laughs> <laughs> but my, t- my cheeses, my favorite tend to be the the hard cheeses. I love the Parmesan Reggiano. I love the aged Manchego, which is a sheep's milk cheese from Spain. And I love the way that some of these older cheeses fit in with dried fruit and fresh fruit and jams and jellies and different different kind of accompaniment kinds of things. Um, They're very much the sitting around and nibbling cheeses. And those are my favorites. Now you're selling cheese here in Muskegon Blue Collar, USA. Um, when you talk about maybe Muskegon was ready for cheese, were you surprised that it's caught on the way that it has here in, in the community? Actually, I'm very surprised. I'm not surprised that there are some people that have been that have been buying good cheese because when I was in Grand Rapids, I'm selling to people in Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo and Lansing, I would run into my... I would run into people from Muskegon. So I knew that there was a, a certain number of people in Muskegon that were that had been out of Muskegon and knew what they were looking for. Um, I am surprised that cheese seems to cross all lines and that people, um, not only people who have traveled and people who have had, who on the socioeconomic level have been buying good cheese and know what they want, but that you can talk to people and give people tastes and that everybody understands that good cheese doesn't have to be strong, that it just has to have flavor, and that buying grocery store cheese, many times we give up the flavor. Talk about being part of the Muskegon Farmer's Market. The Muskegon Farmer's Market has an energy and a there's something about being at the market that you don't get anywhere else. Being at the market makes you part of a community. It's definitely a community of people who know each other very well and who have seen each other day after, year after, many years. Some of those people have been there 60 years. Um, they know their customers. If they don't know them by name, they at least know them by face. They greet them. They know what the recipes are. They know what their product is. It's just a wonderful community of people. Also, catching up with that, with that cross-section of people. The Muskegon Farmer's Market is, is an untapped gem of crossing every single line in Muskegon. And it's one of our, our un, unsung heroes. We talk about it in kind of a, um, a distant kind of an idea of something that is good, but I think that people who haven't been to the market haven't seen that the market covers everything and everybody, um, and it's just a wonderful place to be. And now you have a new shop in downtown Muskegon. I do. 
Um, five weeks ago, we opened up a little shop in what people from Muskegon will recognize as the old arcade. Um, that building has had a lot of different lives. It is the corner of Jefferson and Clay, which originally was a Rexall. But now, and then I think it was in my lifetime was the Vets Miss Hideaway. It was a, it was a clothing store. And it's had a lot of lives. And right now we are opening up on the clay side. And it is the, it is the old arcade on the clay side. And we even have the old terrazzo on the floors and the old wood from Dr. Scholl's shoe shop, which I don't remember, and I don't know what was there when I was in there, um, but it's the old, old floor, and it's wonderful. Share the experience of walking through the front doors of your shop. As, as you said, it is wonderful. That's the word I was going to use to describe it. It's, it's quaint and charming. When someone walks through the front doors, uh, what are they going to see? Well, we actually are part of a building that has a second door. So when you walk through into the front door, you're going to come into a vestibule, which is actually a common area for the building. And we're trying to work on making that kind of a place where people can sit and have a sandwich or a cup of coffee. Um, when you go through the front door of the shop, my idea was, and I think that it came together pretty well, was that in Europe, the, the stores are not huge. Um, I mean, there are there are huge stores, but the stores that we remember when we go someplace are quaint shops. Um, they're mom and pop shops, and this has managed, I believe, to pick up that idea of a mom and pop shop that has an old combination of things that might have been there forever. Um, and it's a lot of fun, and I tried to pick up some of those colors and some of that energy. What attracted you to downtown? Downtown is still the center of what's going to be. Downtown is still the center of the area. Um, no matter how many times we talk about the mall area, it is going to be where the franchises are. It um, Franchises are very expensive to own and expensive to operate. Downtown is going to be the center from the customer base that I have, which goes from Grand Haven and Spring Lake to Fremont to Pountwater, and it's still the center. And I think that it's going to be the center again. I think it's still the place to be, and I love what's happening, and I was excited to be down there and be able to watch what's going to happen in downtown Muskegon in the next year or two. What do community leaders in Muskegon have to do to attract more businesses like yours to downtown? I think... I think that they I think they actually could go out and recruit people. The only thing that I what I ran into when I was in Florida last winter doing a little busman holiday and going to markets. We went to a little market that was only in its second year and we talked to the market the market master and she said that she decided there was going to be a market and she was part of a a recruitment company, they actually went out to find people to be there. And I think the same thing could happen with downtown Muskegon. She had decided they had to have a flower person. So when she couldn't find anybody who was interested in trying this because it was a new market, she went out and found somebody to man a market. She bought the flowers and brought it. Of course, within a certain amount of time, it was viable, and she could get a flower person. She went out and got a shrimp person who was on the side of the road who was interested. 
I think that Muskegon could make it easier for downtown businesses, and I think that it needs to be an area of small shops and people with vision in those shops that have that is very narrow in its own way, but it's a conglomeration of reasons to come to the area. Let's shift gears a little bit and go back to something else near and dear to your heart, the farmer's market. We touched on it earlier. Uh, what do you see for the future of the Muskegon's farmer's market? Um, the Muskegon farmer's market has been the same for a very, very long time, and people like the sameness of it. They like the fact that it's always been there and that it's always been um, what they remember. I am not, even though I'm I'm in the middle of it in a certain way, I'm not exactly for keeping the farmer's market there. I am for moving the market if it's going to be moved. I am for moving it well. I am for moving it where there is adequate parking and adequate situation for people to be. Um, The Muskegon Farmer's Market has a new market manager after some many years. And there are going to be changes just because there's a new person in. I'm for having it be a, a real community business. I'm for having it it actually pull in the other market that's in the area. And I think that the future of farmers markets may be along the lines of sustainable and um, and and very diverse kinds of things. I'd like to see them bring in everybody who has an interest in being at the farmer's market and have them all in one place. I think that there's value for both markets to be joined, and I certainly hope that that will happen in the long run. And as far as moving it, if they can find a good spot, um, there's a little spot I have in mind, but um, if they can find a good spot, I think that they should they should run with it until there's somebody with some money to spend. I don't see it going anywhere. All right, let's move on to our final question. You have one minute alone with a person considering stopping into your shop. Make your pitch to get them to come see you either at the shop on Clay Street or at the farmer's market. Well, I usually don't have to make much of a pitch because I give people tastes. <laughs> So I would say to a person who is coming in, please come in and see what's going on at the shop. Just because I have been able to expand what I've done at the market, at the market I'm able to give taste to you. And and even if you think that you're not a big fan of some kind of cheese, there's quite a difference in trying something right there and then buying it than there is in going to the grocery store and picking up a package of cheese that's been wrapped and you don't know how long ago it's been wrapped. Um, Everything that I sell, um, all my cheeses are all sold within a week. There's There's quite a wonderful thing that happens in the market when I open a new wheel of cheese. And that is what I consider the best taste of the day is when I can open a new wheel. Um, come up and see where cheeses actually come from. They come from wheels. They come from different places. Um, I have cheeses from Italy, from France, from Spain, from England, from Australia, from California, from um, from Wisconsin. And they're all wonderful cheeses. And, and I invite people to come and see those and to not only see them because cheese doesn't look as beautiful as it tastes. 
Well, thank you very much, Kathleen. I really enjoyed it, and I always appreciate the taste whenever I stop into the shop or see you at the farmer's market. Thank you for having me, and come on back in for a new taste. Kathleen Fagan-Riggler reinvented herself as a cheese lady by selling high-end gourmet cheeses at Muskegon's Farmer's Market. She has built on that persona and opened a charming cheese shop in downtown Muskegon. Now, charming and cheese are not words that often escape my mouth in the same sentence, but I can't think of a better way to describe the cheese lady experience. What makes that experience so special is not so much the cheese Kathleen sells, although it is delicious, but it's the way she sells it. It's the samples coupled with her enthusiasm, presentation, and of course a beret that makes the cheese lady a required stop at the farmer's market. For a real treat and one-on-one attention, you owe it to yourself to stop into the cheese lady shop on Clay Avenue downtown. Kathleen and her husband John spend the time to talk with you and explain what the various cheeses are all about. And did I mention the samples? Muskegon needs more entrepreneurs like Kathleen with the fortitude to open a business downtown. I applaud her for taking the chance to open her new shop. She realized a tremendous opportunity to get in on the ground floor of Muskegon's renaissance. If you're thinking of opening a business downtown and want to see how to do it right, or if you just want to taste some good cheese, stop into the Cheese Lady shop. You'll be glad you did. Here's yet another chance to move out of your comfort zone, Muskegon, and try something different. You just might be surprised how rewarding it is when you do. For more information on the Cheese Lady, visit thecheeselady.net. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback, and for the latest feedback in Inside Muskegon, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com, post your own comments to the site, view the comments of others, and even comment on their comments. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 81 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com.